Listening to a new episode of Around Comics, episode three, four hundred and fifty-three. Trade talk, talking about one of my favorite all-time comics, American Flag, and with well, that true national anthem. That's right. South leaning into this real national anthem. That's right, Tom. You're right. It is American Flag. Howard Jenkins, American Flag, and we're joined by a special guest, our pal. The Rocker Peach, the man of a million podcasts, Mr. Will Piper. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm honored to be here to talk about one of my favorite comic books. Right. So, and to hear this song. Yeah. <laughs> what What are we listening to? Who's singing this? Because this isn't the Hulkster, I don't think, is it? No, it's like <laughs> the WWE like house band or WWE <laughs> house band at the time. Nice. Oh, man. So, so we have to we have to explain why why Will is on this this specific episode. First of all, we love Will. He's, I'm on all your episodes these days. You're, right, you're, you're part of the ex- extended family, but um, we had picked trade talks. We had picked this for trade talks for uh, for this month for the trade for us to talk to or talk about, and we asked Will to be on an under the influence episode, and he's like great let's talk about american flag number one i was like will we're doing it for trade talk so pick something else so he yeah so he picks he said, 181 yeah <laughs> i'm out forget it we do it my way I, or we don't do it at all so I, th- I think i said just pick something else but we'll have you on the american flag episode so so here you are i am i'm honored to be here he is here and we are we are all here and we're ready to talk some American flag. Uh, I'm assuming. Has everyone read this before? Has everyone read American yeah. flag oh, before sure. this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll just I, I you know I just want to kick it off a little bit. Uh, yeah. This was a comic, and I've talked about this many, many, many times before. Um, you know, this was a comic book that really sort of changed how I thought about comics um, when this came out, and I you know I found it at my local comic book store. I don't know. I don't remember exactly when uh, I found it. I don't think it was like off the shelf, like the first month that it came out, because I, I think it debuted in 83. So I would have been yeah. like 12, 12 years old or something. So I don't I don't think I, I think I found it in, in back issues. Um, But it was re- it was in the 80s for sure. It was a few years maybe after it had started yeah. coming out and. And I then went on a like a, a long box deep dive of finding just every issue and ended up over uh, some time. It took me a little bit of time and, and a handful of comic book stores and comic book conventions to eventually collect every single issue of this. Um, and there was a time period, you know, probably from the age of 
you know, 15 or 16 till I was in my thirties that I read the entire thing every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how much I love this comic, but it really, uh, it really just changed how I thought about comics. It changed like what I thought a comic book could be, how like comic book art, especially lettering yeah. was used. I, I had never really seen that before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Free not- computer lettering, you know. Yeah. yeah. Hand lettered. It's, <laughs> it's, I always forget that it came out. I, I mean, I think sometimes as comic book fans, it's always like, oh, there's like before, like Watchmen and then everything after Watchmen. And then you yeah. think about like something like this that is just as sort of like, why, like a wild, like, departure from what's usual and sort of like a redefinition of the just like oh wow like that was just it came out in 1983 back when like there were small comic book companies that were just to make comic books and not to sell like movie ips yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so um Will, when did you when did you first come across American Flag? Do you remember? Do you have any I recollection of distinctly? I am the I believe the old man in the group. So I remember reading <laughs> about American Flag in I think it was like Comic Scene. Yeah. Do you guys remember that magazine? It was like a new oh, yeah. magazine about comics. And they were they teased the first issue and something about whatever page yeah. they reprinted, I can't even remember, like locked me in. So I bought this like the day it hit my local comic book store. And I was, I mean, I, this may be the, like the comic that most just blew me away completely from, from day one. And I remember distinctly reading it. I think every day until issue two came out, like cause there was, <laughs> there's so much in it. And when I, I remember once somebody asked Chaken at a comic book show, they said like, why did you make American flag? So you have to read it a bunch of times to understand it. And he says, you don't, you just have to read it carefully and yeah. you understand it. And that's how I feel like the, so many things in here that are obvious now, it took me a while to actually yeah. kind of catch and figure out how he was telling the story. Like the way the countdown to the go gangs yeah. comes through the whole issue. It didn't even occur to me to what that was until one day it hit me. And then the other thing that I didn't catch until a certain point, And then I just about died laughing is the way the, uh, their, the snowball guns, uh, they spell out the sound effect is Papa. Ooh, mau, mau. <laughs> and again beautiful ken brusniak lettering on this yeah well i mean there's so much going on because it is i mean it's a it's a visual spectacle Mm -hmm. and you know chaykin i think chaykin has always been kind of a divisive artist in comics Mm -hmm. um but i think if you if you know you know He's kind of one of those guys where you're like, there's a lot of brilliance here. It's just really unconventional. Yeah. You know, very design. I mean, it's very much a comic book that is designed, not just in the the graphics now, but each page is like its own, you know, I mean, it flows as a comic, but also each page is its own design element, you know, and he knows how to put them. And then inside the pages, there's design elements. Oh. Of, you know, there's like I said, the, the use of lettering alone. I don't know that there's ever been a comic that has done a better job of using lettering in the world. Like, yeah, 
it, it, it redefined it. It redefined yeah, lettering yeah. for comics. And this was the perfect comic for it because he is taken and Bruzenak, I mean, but what they're doing is they're plopping you into this new world. You have, you know, this is not as, you know, not an IP. Nobody knows Ruben Flagg or nobody knows what the Plex Malls are or Chicago in 2031. And he mm-hmm. drops you in. And so you get that feeling like you are just immersed in this media overload. You know, there's signs everywhere and everything has yeah. different lettering. And there's, you know, sexual imagery hidden everywhere. And, and everyone, you know, has a distinct uniform. But it all makes sense. You just kind of have to let it hit yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, it's perfect. And this is, I mean, I know this is the stuff that's in the reprints. Yeah, but for yeah. me... Yeah, skip ahead a couple pages because it's. I'll show you the page that we're coming to it. It's no, no, there. That's the page that I just stared at for hours. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's that's crazy. so much. There's so much there. Yeah, there's so much going on on every. I honestly, I like going back and reading it again, and I know we we were like just reading the first, you know. Uh, volume of the first series of it which is actually only four yeah. issues um no, but it's six is it the no first, the first the first uh it's three, arc, and then it's three and three i think it's four and i thought it's three and three i well, thought I hard times is that uh, anyway well whatever three four so anyway um i i honestly think the book gets better a little later on because oh. i think it suffers a little bit from like he had so many ideas yeah. that mm-hmm. initially it's a little overpacked. It's a, it is a little hard. It's too dense. It's a little difficult to understand sometimes what's going on. It's so much information. And I know he's doing that on purpose, like information overload yeah. of this new world. But I honestly feel once you kind of get past that and the story starts to sort of temper a little bit, I think it gets better. Mm-hmm. The, the book gets better in the middle issues a bit more. Um, and then it starts to fade away later on in the like forties, but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it is so, there's so much going on in this comic, uh, on every single page. And what was the one? So, uh, just like get to the topically one incredibly relevant as if not right? completely like, everything in it, yeah, everything in it is like, yeah, that's totally plausible, <laughs> you know, like. And we're only eight years away from it happening. You know, that's, we're close. Uh, just like, it's just wild. Right? Like, how, you know, how yep. unaged it feels in that sense of like, if yeah. it came out today, hey, ran, ran, random. if it came out today, it'd be like, yeah, yeah this is. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. it. It may be more topical today than it was in 1983. Yeah. I think oh, you're yeah. right. You know, like, it, it maybe is more relevant now considering where we're at than than it was when it came out it's so ahead of its time and it's frightening like some of the things that y- you when when i read it back in the 80s like oh that's ridiculous what a what a crazy idea well, this is for some world, future world and replace him with an artificially generated exactly that can't be done <laughs> it's like, never it's happened like, yeah, it would yeah. never happen it has happened and it will you know. <laughs> And it will happen more, and yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. are you skipping to the next page, Sal? The, oh, this next, the next page is the one. Yes. Oh, this one, that. yeah. I this mean, was the one, like, come on, yeah. Mark Thrust, Mark sexist Thrust. ranger. Uh, that alone, just the idea of like, I'm gonna take a TV star yeah. who's actually like a really 
kind, thoughtful, well-read dude, but mm-hmm. everybody thinks is a douchebag because yeah. he played this, yeah. you know, yeah. sex cop. They all cop. hate him on the they all, <laughs> Yeah, they all absolutely hate him. But underneath it, he's actually, you know, really, you know, good guy. And, and that starts to come out as the series goes on. But uh, the other part of it, too, was just like, I don't know that I had ever seen anything that was so sexual. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Like every, every issue is, and not yeah. in a, not in a, um, it's like, I a, mean, it's, it's like kind of a naughty, funny yeah. way. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 You know, exactly. you know, in that sense. No, of, but well, but let me just, maybe let me say this. Cause I, we read this a lot in college. I had friends who like were nerds like me in high school. So we talked a lot about American flag and go back one page now. Cause you have a, what's your name? Uh, yeah. Gretchen Holstrom. Yeah. Who runs yeah. The, mm-hmm. And you know, she's drawn to look like uh, adult film star named yeah. Juliet Anderson. Oh, yeah. and we asked Chaykin <laughs> about that at the at this 86 Chicago yeah. con. And he goes, oh, I just sick of everyone in comics looking like Betty or Veronica, <laughs> which is such a perfect Chaykin. Such a Chaykin quote. I'm just going to make a porn star. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, it would fit that role, that character. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. The welcoming committee <laughs> as she was. Yeah. <laughs> Gretchen. Um. Yeah, here's the Go Gang, Go Gang 2402. Go, and he doesn't tell you what that yeah. is at all until it's you... It's just there. He doesn't even tell you you should pay attention yeah, to it. It's, it's just no. this Peppered thing that's... In. It's like one it's more like, element. Mm-hmm. One one more visual element in kind of uh, LSD, you know, fueled you know, comic pages. Yeah. But I mean, it's, like, it's look at this time, bottom Joe. panel and how... My son is running around. It's so... Oh. <laughs> 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 don't let him see Chankin. No! Well, we, at, we, at, we, at least he's not up reading American flag because right. this, was, this was one of the comics like that it was like oh yeah my parents would not want me to be reading no this. i brought i didn't it. show mom and dad when i brought it home yeah but, but uh, you were reading and to them you were reading comics and, and nothing could be wrong to be with honest it, right? if you're reading it for like dirty parts you're you're putting in some yeah. work to get yeah. to there's there. a lot no, of stuff yeah. in here you know, to get to that to get yeah, to yeah. Very, cherry pop tart or something else <laughs> it's subversive in all of the right ways mm-hmm. right? absolutely absolutely there's the uh, papa oo mau mau papa oo mau mau <laughs> <laughs> and again he never explains it nobody no. ever like it's just there yeah it's just, a, just even love, just like the plex yeah. you know like what the, i'm like what I, I just what the fuck is a plex like why is this a plaque what does that mean you know and he like i said he doesn't explain any of it. He just, he just, yeah. it, this is the way it is. And you'll catch up. You got to catch up. Catch and that's, up. He, he does have yeah. that one page where flag sort of narrates yeah. what happened, but it's done in such a smart way. It doesn't feel like an info dump. Yeah. No, really is an info dump. And I, I think the other thing that really struck me about, you know, this book was the character designs, like the very distinct, you know, characters look different from one another. They didn't all look like superheroes. They didn't all, you know I mean? Like he kind of does, but everybody else has a very distinctive look. You can, you know, you know who these people are and there's, you know, there's, there's black people in this and there's Asian people and there's all, you know, Mm -hmm. women are a huge part of it. And they look different. It's a a very woke book for 1980. It really is. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Chaykin hates the term, but Chaykin's a pretty woke guy in a lot of ways. I think he's a pretty liberal dude. Yeah, for sure. He'd be the first to say it, but yeah. Here's a here's a little yeah a little naughty. See, welcome the welcome welcoming committee. Jaws uh, eight, as she's called, or (laughs) you know the legend, the widow maker. But it's all Uh, done with humor. You know, it's yeah, yeah. And he's almost like non. He's sort of like 
non plus about it's like okay fine uh, you know another beautiful woman wants to sleep with me uh -huh. sure sure oh it's tuesday yeah yeah exactly and then we see uh him in his costume for the first time in his uniform mm -hmm. as the ranger so i love i i love the simplicity of the three red white and blue stars yeah for the flex. Mm -hmm. i always wanted a hat or something a shirt i think i had a shirt at one time of, of that but i always thought that was just a, a an elegant simple logo that was instantly recognizable mm -hmm. and 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 it seemed like something that you know and and i love how the jacket um uh lapels sort of look like it's a rocket or something with a red white mm -hmm. and blue you know just everything the design of everything that he does i have a, a so really amazing. nerdy aside to tell you real quick speaking of the look of yeah. flag when i was uh in well when i was in college i had a key ring that was the cover of american flag one like a little plastic key ring or something oh nice and in in my dorm for the first like here's the dorm everybody in the dorm has to go to this meeting a guy saw my key ring came over showed me he had the same key huh. ring and we became like friends for life. <laughs> there you go uh, i guess we should, should should we sort of like give a little bit of a recap of what american flag is for exactly people that haven't it it's about yeah an actor, um uh, who it's about ronald reagan <laughs> flag it's about ronald reagan uh, it's about an actor who gets I always... fired and then comes to earth to be a cop in chicago mm -hmm. well everything on earth is televised for all the rich people who escape to mars in the moon and so everything's like super violent gangs that are televised for people to watch yeah the government funds the gangs to fight in return for tv rights to their battles yeah, yes which, which is such a brilliant doesn't sound very far off no <laughs> not, it's like no. cops every, every no it's every sunday afternoon man <laughs> um and Ruben Flag is, you know, as as Tom said, he's this fired TV actor. Which do they ever just say why he was fired? I think it's because they just replaced him. They just yeah, they could do remember. it cheaper. AI could do it cheaper, and they didn't hire him anymore. Weird. But then he, <laughs> but but then he gets like uh, drafted into this the Rangers, you know, the Plex Plex Rangers mm -hmm. core. It's not something that he volunteered for. It's something that is. You know, almost like a indentured servitude. He has to serve five years or whatever it is as, as a ranger in Chicago, which is a war torn, you know, just sort of disaster. Yeah. You can zone. see the marina apartments being blown to bits. In yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By all the gangs and everything. I mean, they all live in a mall in the burbs. So that's perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah by the airport mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's out by it's at o'hare right i would think so yeah um i love this part when he, he like this section sort of explains this page sort of explains like his first week and it's you know it doesn't really give you a ton of detail on his first week but look at that design. Uh, my god look at that design yeah it's great oh what happened how the hell did I? You went panel by panel or something? Oh god! Oh god! Panel, oh. yeah. You gotta go. Oh, oh no! If you click on it again, it goes to full page. There we go. There go. Okay. This episode is uh, brought to you by Hoopla. <laughs> yes, it is. It is Hoopla Digital. We love Hoopla we Digital. Love Hoopla. I was like, oh wow, we do. We have yeah. American flag. I was like, oh cool. yeah. Go read it. Go well, read it. You know, for for now. But this is okay. So this was the page. 
the year of the dom of, of the domino when everything went to hell 1996 and then he turns the exclamation marks into <sighs> domino, dominoes yeah. oh, perfect. and then you have this oh it's so good i mean and then you have this whole chart of like the timeline of how everything just goes to shit and then everyone leaves earth and goes to mars and yeah. Uh, it's I mean, it's so so good uh, of, of a recap. Like you said, this is sort of a recap, but it's it's so smart and and it's so entertaining. Just to look at. Yeah, it's so beautifully today, designed. To, yeah. Today that would be six issues. Yeah, you're right. It would be, and it's like funny when you read it too, because then all the conspiracy theories about the Plex and everything, and and the way that mm-hmm. Cyril interrupts him and he breaks into yeah. the panels. Oh and... yeah, that's incredible. I that I def- like yeah. It, just twisting that around in such a way. Every time I read it, I'm always, I always have the same reaction where I'm like, Oh, what, what is happening? And then it's like, Oh yeah. He's like interrupting this. Like it always catches me every mm-hmm. time I, every time I read it. It's always like that little detail. But it's such a beautiful, oh, God damn it. It's such a beautifully done thing where, um, you know, these all these talking heads here at the bottom and then all of a sudden it's like hey he breaks in and then hey you you know and it, and it just leads into the next panel it's like what a brilliant yeah. use yeah. of the medium you know what i mean like so it, good it, and, and we would we, we used to talk about this all the time it's what what can comics do that like film can't. yeah you can't do this the, you could never do this page anywhere i mean it this is right. comics yeah this is comics doing comics in a way that only comics can do it. You can't really do this in film. You can't mm-hmm. do it in, you know, in audio. This is this is comics show and Chaken showing why comics are a unique medium. Yeah. And that's it was it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, just fantastic stuff. And and it's just like almost every page you can just study and just the mm-hmm. things that he does mm-hmm in every single panel and every single page, even, you know, the use of lettering, the use of word balloons, the use of shadows, it just everything that, you know, use that beautiful duotone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Has it ever been used better? Has duotone stipple ever been, you know, used better? It's just so, so much part of of the book. Like this is the book that that's what Mm -hmm. that it's like, Oh yes. American flag. Right. Yep. That's the book with that. And we meet Bob Violence. That Bob brought Violence. to you this show. Brought to you by Bob Violence. Threatened by mob violence. I mean, yeah, Bob Violence. Names are so great. <laughs> yeah, Bob Violence, right? The show that has all the subliminal messages that are making the go gangs go crazy, like every right, Saturday. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like and for and only just like the, I was going to say, only Ruben and then Raul, the talking yeah, cat, the can see them. Right? Too. We didn't mention Raul, the cat. talking cat. So, they never explain why he talks. And, which and is he drew it in such a way that it does not look like a talking cat. It no. looks, yeah. <laughs> there's not cat. a single like visual concession to like this cat talk. Hey, this cat talks. Like nothing about it. He's a right. fucking cat, he, man. When he's introduced, he, Ruben Flag goes a talking cat. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's it. That's the only mention. And get. then he's it, just then it's just Raúl. Yeah. That's that's all it is. There he is. There's Raúl. And uh, and he's integral to the plot. He's oh, not no, just yeah. like a you need Raul. you know yeah he, he yeah mm-hmm. gotta have Raul because <laughs> Raul can see the subliminals yeah. like Ruben can. They're the only yeah. <laughs> well, and he also knows some things that yeah he definitely because he's uh, what's his name's uh, 
creatures like you know, buddy like the one yeah. the recolored version that we're looking at it le- i see so much gary frank in yeah, yeah. oh yeah. in the faces yeah you're right you're right that's a really good call out tom yeah mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about that it's a lot of teeth what? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and yeah, just the way they get the, the lines in yeah, the face, the way they get that sort of like anger, and you know, like mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know, traditionally in comics, faces are pretty nothing, like nothing, plastic. Yeah. They put a mask over. Yeah. It. You know, there's like very little, yeah. like of that sort of detail of like an angry face that looks angry. You know, it's just kind of it's kind of incredible. But yeah, it's like oh, Gary Frank. This, when I when I saw it, yeah, yeah no, that's a great call out. Mm-hmm. This is where Ruben sort of finally has enough of all the bullshit mm-hmm. and decides to kind of be a hero for the mm-hmm. first time and take out Cyril and uh, and stop the uh, bullshit because the you know the the the, the corruption yeah. that's been going on in Chicago for so long. Oh yeah, it's uh, great act it's in Chicago, which is yeah. Corrupt, Which really? is funny, you know, when you see like the street names and like the buildings, like the marina mm-hmm. towers getting toppled by. Uh, well, and for me, you know, it was like I there wasn't any comics yeah. that ever took place, everything yeah. was you know, Metropolis or New York, you know, or, or Gotham, or you know what I mean. And it was like, oh, this is in Chicago, what the hell? I've never, you know, and never first seen was it. in Chicago, it was in when yeah, came yeah, out, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 they were. Yeah, I read this before I had ever seen Chicago in person, before I ever came out here. Oh, that you're Ohio. That's right. I was an Ohio boy. This is uh, one of my favorite panels where he hits him with the the buzz, buzz nuts. And but but the, but once again, the use of this lettering, zot, and then yeah. you know it's just perfect, just so brilliantly done and and illustrates. You know what's funny is the fight you know, scenes remind me of what we just talked about with Daredevil. Of like how integral yeah. and like how laid out they are to the story, that it it feels part of the story as opposed to like oh okay you have like here's a page and a half like put whatever you put whatever fight you want in there as long as at the end this happens you know right they're right. all choreographed perfectly and there's, and there's not such... as many of them as in Daredevil no. but you know but when no. they do happen it's like impactful and it's like. Mm-hmm. it's tied to the story and just so much energy in them too i mean and and subtle stuff where like you know it's just like this being off kilter it you know gives it some energy of these guys coming over it like the, you know he jumped off of that thing and knocked mm-hmm. them off you feel that energy and and you know the like i said the buzz knocks or the knee to the balls you know it's all perfectly you know uh emphasized by the lines of the of the characters and the drawings it's just so good so good i love this book so much i i could look yeah. at this book all day i mean I just, the details <laughs> yeah. like the miranda you know speaker just reciting his rights to him it's yeah just, <laughs> just, there's so many little things like so many uh details about the world yeah. you know it's like it is a fleshed out real well, world and, the, and just all these about how he talks about the soviet union in this book in a yeah. way that feels totally relevant to today. But in 1983, <laughs> when the Soviet Union existed and hadn't fallen apart yet, 
just a to- radically yeah. different world, Ra- like just completely different. Yet somehow, yeah, sure. like, has an element of this story talking about the Soviet Union in a way that's like, yeah, that's that's totally what people would do now. Like, it is mm-hmm. like kitschy, and it's like a thing, like you know, like it's ironic. It's ironic. And, yeah, yeah, because the Soviet Union was not seen as humorous no. in 1983. <laughs> no. Not, people no. were not laughing. It wasn't even it. Gorbachev. It was still like, it right. was like uh, yeah. the... Brezhnev or... And drop yeah. off. One of those guys that wasn't yeah. around. Yeah. I. Uh, it, it's interesting to me, like one of the th- other things that I loved about this book so much, reading it was, it, it felt like... Uh, you know, it was obviously about Ruben Flagg, but it was an ensemble cast. Like you had characters that came in and out and came back, and, you know, issues later. Mm-hmm. And there was there was this cast of characters. Like it wasn't just him and everyone else. It was like, you you know, you had characters that would show up in one issue and then maybe they wouldn't show up for another five issues, but, or they would introduce new characters and then they those characters would be around for a long time. And it felt so much like a TV I show to me. Say- not uh, in an insulting way. It and, had like a sitcom feel to it, but not, yeah. not in a bad way, just in the way like, here's the cast of characters and they're all in it. Like, that's what the story yeah. is about. It's not just like this character with some ancillary things happening around mm. them. They're like integral to the story. They bounce. And it yeah. actually feels like an Aaron Sorkin TV show to me to yeah. some degree. And I'm, I'm, and I mean that in a good way too, because I'm a big fan. Uh, and I think he wrote great television shows, but if it just has that feel of like a very tightly, you know, knit ensemble mm-hmm. cast of characters. And that was something I felt unique about this book, especially at that time. You didn't didn't feel that so much. I mean, you yeah. started to, to get that stuff a little bit in Daredevil, like we talked about. I think there was a little bit of that in Daredevil, but this was like, man, I remember uh, what's the character that comes in a little bit after this um that ends up being a real like partner almost of Ruben. Uh, oh, San, uh, Sam, San, 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 Sam Luis Obispo. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like my favorite he's member great. of the show. Oh, he's so good. He was probably my favorite cast member. And he I think comes he, in and they, you don't know what he's up to. And then he disappears and he, and he always gives comes a different back. name. So, he's, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was yeah, such he's great. I think the only other book that, and then one of the reasons I like this book too, was that did this as well, but in a different way was Nexus. Uh, I think Nexus had that same Mm -hmm. kind of feel where it was like, you know, a cast of characters that you would, you would see come back. I mean, just reading it and the thing about it being from 1983, I just feel like it's crazy that this book doesn't get talked about more as sort of like a huge comic that like artistically was just like, oh, just from the time that it came out, to like how like amazingly impression it is both artistically and just like story wise. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I agree. It's like, I mean, it's, I think it's one of the greats. I mean, it's to me, it's definitely up there with Watchmen and mm-hmm. Dark Knight and arguably better in some ways. I mean, it's, judge, it's judge dread. And, and I mean, so many comics are, you know, the, I talked about it so much more than this one. I think, you know, Andy Parks, when we were talking to him a little bit on, on the, the under the influence episode kind of hinted to it when we were talking about Howard 
of like it's a little bit of why Howard seems a bit bitter with comics these days is because I don't think he ever got the credit necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I think people in comics yeah. certainly have a huge amount of respect for mm -hmm. Howard, but the general public probably you know should he should be talked about with the likes of Miller and Moore Definitely. and those guys, you know what I mean? And I don't think he is. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this, you know, yeah, I, there's so many things and it's, I don't know if it's because like, this was such a amazing thing and maybe he never lived up to that again. Like maybe, maybe I mean, he, this is kind of his peak really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the other stuff that he's done, mm -hmm. but none of it comes close to capturing the same electricity and energy and, and just greatness of American flag. Mm -hmm. It's like the perfect story for him to use all his strengths. You know I mean? Like black Hawk, I love, and I love like the shadow yeah. and a lot of other stuff, but this one, that future society that he's completely creating and it's, yeah, it's just perfect. He had, he had, well, it's, he had a lot to say and he said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, that might be the the thing. It's like a a band with yeah. one great album. It's like, well, it. we spent twenty years, yeah, putting that one album together, yeah. and now we got to do another one in a year. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, the the sophomore slump. Yeah, um, and yeah. he's you know gone on and and done great work. Uh, you know, in the comments, um, I forget who it was. You know, said that their first exposure to Chaykin was the Blade series that he did with Mark Guggenheim, which is fucking awesome. But that was Mark Guggenheim writing Blade and shaking, right. drawing, shaking, you know, drawing so, in and yeah, you know. But this is, I mean, this isn't all shaking because I we we talked about Brusniak being is it Brusniak? I think it's Brusniak or Brunizak. Brusenac? Let me see. It's a uh, Brusniak. Brusniak. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it, obviously a part of the design, a part of the storytelling. <laughs> You know, uh, but uh, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent on this. I'm, uh, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. Brusniak did the lettering in the balloons, but all the lettering in the art was actually Chankin. Really? I, oh, are you sure? I'm not a hundred percent positive. I'm I... pulling that out of my ass, but there's a. It's stuck in the back of my head. I can certainly see some of it because. There's there's some of the lettering that is so a part of the design that I think Chaikin would have been actually doing on the boards, and that's what I yeah. think. Maybe uh, I don't know. I, I, I read an interview with Bruzenak once, but I honestly I know he did a lot of logo design and everything, but I can't remember if yeah. he did. I mean, some stuff like the you know when they do the fast facts like logos, that's just it's statted and then repeated, obviously. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, you know, where he's using the lettering inside the yeah. art, like, you know, the the Buzznucks and and that 1996. I, I think Quick. that was I think maybe, that was Chankin. Maybe. And maybe he did like the display lettering on the logos and stuff like that. I can yeah. I can see it being a, a mix. I'm not sure. a I'm not a hundred percent. I'm I'm honestly I have no yeah real honest like proof of that but well, it's stuck in my head and i almost i almost c2e2 well i almost think that i did ask him then that's what i was told i, I okay. i'm not 100 percent, but uh yeah i don't know somebody somebody fact check me on that please did you guys did you ever read uh time squared chicken's other yeah. 
the two graphic novels, which is, oh, yeah. it's similar to me. That's the closest he came to flag sort of in spirit, but it's like the, it's great, but the story isn't quite, I don't know. It doesn't pull me in like flag did. Right. I agree. I agree. I, I yeah, you want it to be flag and it's not quite. Mm-hmm. And they did um, a crossover weirdly. They're like one issue crossover with flag, yeah. which is pretty good given, you know, that it's a crossover. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading. I'm trying to find out if I was uh, right or wrong on the lettering. Well, you guys, you guys. I don't know. We I were just know. talking uh, before we recorded about what we actually read this on, whether it was the reprints <laughs> or Hoopla, or because we talked about like I was like, oh, this is weird, and then I went back to look at what the first like the non-reprinted because I read it through Hoopla. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is what it looks like. Because in my head, I've only ever mm-hmm. read it in the actual printed comic books that, like, the paper isn't as white as you mentioned. And it's sort of yeah. like. And I think it works better on that paper. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's because I first read it. But it, you know, I always like that non-white paper for comics, though. The pulpy feel. Yeah, and just the way yeah. it, it seems that the ink doesn't bounce off it quite as much. It just looks a little more... <coughs> Maybe because it was originally designed for that. But. It's a really nice reprint. Oh, yeah. The, it the is. Book, it's nice. Oh, they worked hard. It took a long time for that to come out. Yeah, yeah it's a really nice reprint. Um, you know, and I think it... I, I think it is as nice as you will ever see this produced. I think but right. yeah, there's kind of the, the grittiness of the of the the newsprint that this kind of needs the newsprint like in, in and this way, paper right? isn't too no. shiny but the yeah. newsprint like kind of helps soften it a little bit at times when it needs like maybe a little mm-hmm. blur around the edges to actually like make it feel a little warmer i think it actually mm-hmm. i agree like I, that's the biggest thing i notice is just like enhances yeah, it a little at times it kind of feels like actually kind of shitty comics printing like can kind of make something feel a little warmer than in like the. Precision. I love that you guys have come around to to my way of thinking that 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 paper stock is really important <laughs> in the, in how comics are. Printed. It is. It's completely important. It's real. Yeah. Oh, uh, here we go. See, here's a little. Yeah. Now, all right. Yeah. Now we got some. Here we go. It's time to just get, get to the racy parts. No, seriously, I like the the Kirby the Kirby uh, reprints that that DC did. They they did that on like a nicer newsprint. Yeah, but it's, those are the they best. Did it, right, they did it on newsprint, Completely. and that's that's how it should be. Um, you know, I hate seeing like the uh, Neil Adams Batman stuff that was recolored and. There's a lot on... about that Neil Adams Batman that's. Yeah, on like really glossy stock. Yeah. So no, I I thought they did a really nice job on this on this reprint. Like so. I've got these early reprints that are from like 1985. Yeah, you know, that, and this yeah. is glossy white paper, and it looks yeah. a lot better in this book, which is white, but it's it's toothy or so it's got know, so it's yeah. also probably a good opportunity to talk about first comics like when i'll see i'm yeah. gonna talk about yeah. local chicago independent comics company evanston yeah. i believe i think so it, yeah it was evanston and i may be wrong about this but 
um, I think First Comics is what brought uh, Azarello to, oh, yeah. I think to Chicago. That, yeah. I think he was like an editor at First Comics before. That must was... have been the latter days of First, though, I would think, right? Yeah, it would have had to have been. And this is, um, I'm kind of remembering out of a foggy haze of of uh convention conversations but yeah i think that's maybe what what brought azarillo um from cleveland to to chicago was first comics because first had well before this they had what like e-man and um they had uh what was the mike grell's comic that was that his oh was that pacific no it was sable was that that was yeah that was first Mm -hmm. but then they had nexus eventually they took over nexus early in its run and then didn't they do zot first badger i think yeah because badger and nexus would have been it anything anything that was mike baron i think ended up going to first because baron was from madison madison right right. Mm -hmm. yeah he and the dude from madison so yeah the dude um the dude dude. I love this boy. Um, yeah, I did. Did Hillary? I think Hillary Barta did some first work. Not only that, I was looking this up earlier. Hillary inked some issues of American Flag after Chaykin stopped drawing. I don't know if Chaykin was still. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we talked to him about that. I think at one point. Yeah. Years ago, I uh, I actually um, I I don't remember the year. It was probably 1984, 1985. I actually had my mom drive me to Evanston, oh, Illinois, yes. to go to so first. that to go to First Comics, at, and and uh, they were closed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I that just was, was like, of course they were. I was like some kid. I was just knocking on the door, like wanting. I just wanted. I was like, "There's a comic book There's publisher, com- yeah, exactly, in my like close by." So I had my mom drive me up to Evanston, and I remember I I, I was like so excited the whole way there. Not a, not a short drive from yeah. where I live. It's you know, and uh, got there and we parked and. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, stay in the I car. Know. I don't, you know, don't come." You, you don't want you embarrass. Yeah, I don't want you embarrass me. You know, this company. Howard Chaykin could be there on the glass of first yeah. comics. Like, let me in. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, I, I went up there, and I, and yeah, it was just closed, and I was knocking. I was knocking. I was just knocking on the door, hoping that, like, We're yeah, like Howard there. would be in there or yeah, something. The girl's yeah, sitting there at the drawing board. Yeah, oh, boy, kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's what then, I was hoping. And the intern, <laughs> And not nobody, yeah. nobody was but there. Chaykin wasn't, Chaykin wasn't living here. No, no I. But yeah. I was a fourteen-year-old kid. I didn't know that. Right, right, right. Well, like I, I thought they all worked. I like, like Marvel's bullpen. Yeah. I thought they all would be there, like in that in that office. Come on, I was a kid. I didn't know anything about comics or how it was made. I, remember, I assumed all yeah. of them would be sitting there at their drawing boards. I remember right. reading an issue of the Comics Journal when they was this first even when. Michael mm-hmm. Gilbert and Craig Russell were doing Elric and oh Gilbert mentioned like, I'm moved to Kent, Ohio. And I'm like, mom, we know people in Kent. Can you drive me up there? And my mom's like, no, we're not driving up there to maybe meet some artist you don't even know. Imagine what my life could have been like if it was different, if I, if I ran into like Mike Grell and yeah. Howard Chankin at 14 years you old. Like office, you would have gotten a job at First Comics. Oh, uh, for right. sure. For, I should I should have gone back. I should have gone back. You'd be the yeah. new Mike yeah. Barron, who's a big Trumper I, now. I, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus. I, uh, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of cocaine. Speaking right of, 
a new issue of Nexus just came out this week, written by Mark Barron with a different artist. Oh, what? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, you just put man. out a fucking Nexus issue without fucking rude. Yeah, yeah and it's and it's weird because it's not like somebody trying to do rude. It's somebody that's just like a superhero artist, and it oh. looks like a regular like yeah. superhero book, and it's weird. I don't know if it's any good or not. I just kind of thumbed through it. And just yeah, it was just like ah, oh, it's it's just not right without oh. Steve Rude. Because like, even when wow. they had Rude, like he took some breaks, but they'd have like somebody like Paul Smith, who yeah, kind of yeah. you know was in the ballpark. Close, of Rude. right, 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 right. Same family, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah for sure. Yeah. The vibe. It, it's 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 true, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's tough whenever you when you're stepping down to Paul Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, oh man, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I'm gonna look at it, but I'm sure I'm gonna be horrified. <laughs> it's it's i mean i'm not saying it's bad it's not like it's terrible that's art so, the art is, so is, is a fine rude. like that character is, that's yeah, what i mean like it's just yeah it's i think it's more steve rude than it is baron you know what i mean yeah. like that that oh, book is sure. is more visually I mean, rude's the one who tried to get the cartoon going and you know yeah. everything and yeah it was I, rude. it was rude's baby i that's... believe i have a dvd of that cartoon sitting around i do too somewhere yeah. that i like sent steve rude money for it some like it's got the he signed it and it's his yeah. little yeah. I have a giant painting that I I I bought because when we went to New York Comic Con, yeah, we had we were we were doing it with uh, Hero Initiative, uh -huh. and so we had a bunch of people give us art to sell and auction off to raise money for Hero Initiative. Neil Adams did. gave us three drawings yeah. that today would probably be worth like ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, but so you have I, a Steve Root painting. It's a it's a it's a print. No, it's not the print. It's not the original painting. It's a print of Nexus signed it's by Rude. Signed by Rude and Baron. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, it's hanging up right behind me, but you can't. No, see I that. thought you were in Tokyo broadcast. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I've cyber... got somewhere from a because I used to go to the Chicago Con back when it was out at the Ramada by O'Hare. I'd go there. We drove out from Ohio every year, and I got it. I have a Creed. Um, rude the forearmed uh, oh nice nice, nice. that's awesome and it was like 30 bucks i mean you know back then it was insane the oh, prices yeah. on that oh stuff. yeah you could buy kirby pages for like 30 bucks if we I, only knew i had a chance once and i didn't have the money to buy a watchman page for 100 bucks uh, oh, my a stack of them. Yeah, oh my goodness oh my goodness five figures now oh. easily Oh, in college, I didn't have a hundred bucks to spend on a comic book page. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, man, wild. But you know, I, in first comics, in my mind, it always holds like a like in my head. It's like the defining like eighties independent comic. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah. I always think of first immediately when I think. Yeah, of that. it's that was like the first company I was aware of that like, they're not DC, yeah. they're not Marvel. They're this new mm -hmm. thing, you know? And yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and we, we're, we're all based in and around Chicago. That was the beginnings of the show. You know, Chicago has a really strong comics community and a lot of that emanates out of first comics. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it's, um, you know, even to this day, the people that are that are still in comics and in the comics industry um, have ties that go yeah. back to first comics. That was that was really that you know '80s you know seed that that exploded in that area. Did John Byrne live in Evanston for a while? Or he am did. I crazy? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know if he did anything for first, but yeah, he was. Well, that, no, that, that's what we're all like the kitty, what kitty prides from what yeah. deer feels. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And he has opinions on what the best Chicago hot dog stand is. I don't agree with Wait, that. What's but, his answer? Yeah he, yeah. he was a Chicago. Uh, Gene and Jude's. Oh, I like uh, Gene and it Jude's is the best. up by my house. I'm not that far from it. All right. There you go. It's the best. Maybe you'll run into John Byrne. Oh. Right it's. <laughs> It is the best. <laughs> All right. All right. That's uh yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, but yeah, first definitely plays into that and I think American Flag without American Flag, I don't know if First Comics is First Comics. That was I mean that was the book that got everyone's yeah. attention. Right? Yeah. And it was a big seller I think, you know, I mean I think back then it sold a lot. I think Chaykin made a ton of money on it for a while. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, because he put, but I think he killed himself doing it. I've read interviews where he's like, "I could not keep that up because it was monthly." Yeah, monthly. Yeah, this. <laughs> well, every you know, month we're... is just insane. Yeah. To think about <laughs> that level of design. Yeah, we're, ta- we're talking about DK, DKR, and Watchmen, and in some of the big important comics that came out in 1986. What we you know, forget about is that this isn't a graphic novel. This is an ongoing series. Yeah, just an ongoing what? It was a yeah, fifty issues. Fifty issues. Up being... Cover price a dollar. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of in Which a way was more than you were used to spending back then. It it kind of set up the vertigo model in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, right? Of the the finite long form series. Yeah. You know, does is does Sandman exist without? American flag of we're going to tell a finite series, but it's going to be over 60 ish issues. I mean, Chaykin though, if this, if this had sold huge and he had had assistance and he had been interested, yeah. I, I don't know if he would have ever ended. And I mean, he keeps, you know, he's, he came back and did another 12 issues. He kind of checked out with that for a while like a on it, where it was like, he was doing yeah. the covers, but really like he wasn't, he wasn't scripting and he definitely wasn't drawing for a while. I yeah, mean, after complained? after like issue twenty nine or something like yeah. that, he started to yeah. He did come back at some at one point and did the second volume, but it, he just wrote it. He wasn't even doing the art on that, and it just it wasn't the same without no. him. There's some the fun stuff in that. Like each issue of yeah. that had like a crazy backup, like a fake TV guide or a fake yeah. brochure for something. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah, it, this is the kind of thing you couldn't keep up. I mean. Do you guys remember when Alan Moore wrote a backup and then one issue of Flag? And it was like this weird. What? Yes. In in I can't remember what issues it is, but it's all like he has a backup in each issue. And then he did the whole issue, which tied up the story. And it was all about like, I can only remember. But I know it was like all about some crazy sex, like virus in that it like everyone went crazy horny and all this stuff happened and the rangers had to like calm the city down or something yeah yeah i don't remember what the i've got him yeah. somewhere but yeah and it was like and you read it, <laughs> it and very it's alan like, moore <laughs> it is very alan moore and it's you see where alan moore and chaken are different because alan moore has that sort of tight little plotting where all the dominoes no pun intended keep fall you know they all yeah. are positioned at the beginning to fall into place and Chaykin's more like he's just sitting there telling this crazy story and and it it all works yeah. but it feels it it's at more more is more of a composer and Chaykin plays jazz yeah I, yeah if there were one criticism yeah. i think of alan moore it's sometimes he just feels too tight it's like just 
yeah. so it's like a delicate little you know, architectural like, creation. Yeah, he's, he's a, yeah, he's a composer. Yeah. His yeah. the BBC Chaikin's Ch- 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 freeform I jazz. The Alan Moore uh, maestro thing through BBC. His like masterclass. Oh, did yeah. you? He's great. You know, it's funny. Yeah, because I think when you. As comics fans, our usual interaction with Alan Moore is someone asking him a question about the thing he hates talking about. So, like, exactly. you always hear, like, Alan Moore is such as, like, he's a cranky old man. But in the Maestro thing, he's delightful. He's like, yeah, oh, I like he's super charming and really funny and, like, insightful. And it's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I guess I was only. The only thing I ever heard from him was when he's not asked him a question about the thing he hates talking about most. And <laughs> what come you're not doing any more watching? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and and coincidentally, <laughs> why is Warshock so awesome? Yeah, because I, you know, when when I went to that, the first Chicago con I went to was in 1986, and Chaykin was there. I think he was. It was the Shadow, and I can't remember what else he was hyping, but maybe Times Squared. But I had always heard, like in comics journal, and that like, oh, Chaykin, yeah. don't he does not suffer fools <laughs> gladly. You don't want to talk about delightful. I mean, you guys have yeah. met him at shows. I just stood there for basically the whole weekend next to his table and just listened to him. What a I was, charming son of a bitch! I mean, I, just I've told I've told this story many times already on the show, but I'll, I'll tell it again briefly. Is that I, when the first time that I met Howard was when I when this came out, and I he was at. It was Wizard World or one of the shows. I was with you. I was yeah, and I was terrified. I was I you know I mean we had already interviewed tons and tons of people, but there were two guys in comics that I knew if I ever met, I would be absolutely starstruck. Never never meet your heroes, right? Yeah, it it was Alan Moore and it was Howard, and I and same as you. It was like all the stories about how you know how much of a son of a bitch he can be, and he doesn't fuck around, you know, like and so I was just absolutely terrified and. Like you said, it was the one of the greatest experiences. He, you know, he yeah. drew a sketch for me. We just talked about television. He loves television, and we talked yeah, about we all the best Mad shows Men that were going. Mad that. Men, and yeah, and he just—it was amazing. It was—it was the best experience, and there was yeah. no element of like grumpiness or. He was so happy to talk to it's fans, like, oh, but yeah, he sat there and talked to us. Don't antagonize for, this person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, we, we've had that experience. You know, you had it with with Chaykin, and I know how you know how much that meant to you. I also remember you f- fucking freaking out and being incredibly nervous before the John Byrne. I knew you were going to. That's oh, who yeah. I knew you were going to mention. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you're sure, just like, sure. I don't want this person who's very important to me to you know to be like a dick. I didn't want him to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah, and delightful. He was amazing. He was great. Yeah. I was, was at a great. Mid-Ohio con, and it was right when, because briefly, when he had that Blood of the Demon book, DC had me yeah. do the dialogue on it. And he was at the show, and I think this may be like the last show he did. And you hear all these bad burn stories at the con. And I was almost nervous about going over to him, like, because I'd done a few issues. He came over to my table, shook my hand. It, like, what a nice guy. I mean, I'm not saying... Burn doesn't have things his yeah. issues, but don't you know, issues, don't we right, all, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. we all. I remember. Oh, you yeah. when yeah. Chaykin when I would just real quick when I was at that that first comic book show. It was when the, I remember this specifically because it was so odd. When the Shadow came out, he quoted this old 
jazz song by Bunny Berrigan, and he said the title was <laughs> "I Can Never" or I, "I Can Get Started with You." And my roommate, I don't know why, the same guy with the chicken keychain, he knew this song, and he asked Chicken. He says, "You know, the title of that song is I Can't Get Started with You." And Chicken goes, "You're right." But DC made me change it for lyrics reasons, because you can't quote lyrics without permission. And then Chaken stood up and sang the whole song. Like, oh, I know yeah. that song. And then he just sang the whole song. It was amazing. That's cool. <laughs> and I, and I, I mean, it, to be honest, in all the years that we've been doing this, I don't I don't think I've ever had a bad experience with a creator, to be honest. They've all... Yeah, you know, you know, most you know, of them are... We've had some crazy most interviews talking about... The, the oh, rude, sure, the, sure. The Rude yeah. interview is amazing. Yeah. The Rude interview. Rude, Rude's, have you ever guys seen the documentary yeah. about Steve Rude, the Rude dude? Yeah, yeah he, I mean he's a great artist and a nice guy, but he's no. We oh yeah, we we've met mostly pretty amazing people, you know, from from the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. big and you know, big and small, and other than and that, Will Piper son of a bitch. Well, that yeah, asshole, that guy, bitch. that he's asshole, well, that guy's such a most egomaniac of just, tell you most of us are just the same person. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right <laughs> here's what i told john Byrne about his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something about john <laughs> right. um i did i did want to say hold on before before you yep. shut us down chris i did want to ah! say it does it does seem that bruzenak did do all the lettering he, there's a thing on, on Wikipedia that it, it, you know, says he became like the first celebrity letterer because of American flag. He and he it. got, he got offered so much work that he couldn't even, he turned down mm-hmm. half yeah. of it. Cause he, he was offered so much work after, after American flag. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where that was in my brain. Why it was in my brain that, that I thought Howard had done more of the, the in-page lettering stuff, but evidently it was not him. I mean, so. and obviously they worked very closely together. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, for sure, for sure. Hey, I have a uh, uh, a proposal because oh, cool. oh. We, we, so on upcoming under the influence episodes, um, I I want to know what Sal and Tom's under the influence comic is, and you know, and I've got mine. I, I think when we do that, I think I think we have Will as our fourth. Because I think we we need that person, that extra person, to talk about the comics. So, Will, would you be on our the the under the under the influence? For if you guys want me, I mean, I don't want to you know intrude, but yeah, for those episodes, I'd be happy to. I know. I got two things I would pick. Yeah, but I won't say. Oh, I have. I know one. I would certainly pick that we haven't already done because we've already done the daredevil and we've done Howard American flag. So it's like, those are two of my most influential talking about it. I don't think so. New mutants. Oh no, 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 no. That was certainly, yeah, but I, no, I wasn't one I was going to pick. No, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to those episodes. I think we, uh, you know, when, when when they come up, I think those are going to be a lot of fun. Um, Mm-hmm. What uh, so I had I, I remember you know when I was reading this book and thinking oh this is such like a TV show and then thinking oh who right. would who could if this should be a TV show who would play American Flag Nathan Fillion no my pick <laughs> no fuck no Nathan <laughs> he's seventy years old uh, at the time I thought the perfect actor would be Charlie Sheen Charlie Sheen uh, at the time what about. I, I, Fuck yeah. What about Fuck a yeah. young Alec Baldwin? Like young, 
thin Alec Baldwin. A, yeah, yeah, a lot of almost. Baldwin. Yeah, he's so good looking though. I don't know, almost Nick too good Cage. looking. No, no, Nick fuck Cage. no, Nick Cage. And you know, speaking of, did, does Chaykin depends get a, on which one? Does he get a thank you at, or a notice at the end of RoboCop because you know? It's obviously the <laughs> RoboCop guys right American flag. <laughs> I, I don't think he does. I don't No, didn't wait, didn't Chankin Did he design the poster maybe or I thought he was involved with RoboCop. Maybe involved with it. Maybe. Uh, I mean I th- they read Well he did he did go to Hollywood. Oh he went yeah. Uh, he did a lot of stuff in Hollywood for a while. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like he was involved with Robocop. Because I mean, right down to the violence and the commercials, yeah. and you know, oh, for sure, it's all that's very derivative. Mm-hmm. And I love Robocop, it's a great yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, it's just there's a lot of American flag in it, and a little Judge Dredd, does, and a little, which, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And it does not, does not make that a bad thing, by the way. The back cover of American Flag One is a big ad for Judge Dredd, the first issue, is Judge Dredd. nice, not from Fresh how Comics, do, though. It was how, Eagle, Eagle. how do you like the uh. How do you like the judge, uh, the the dread movie, the, the one with um, with Rob latest. Schneider? No, <laughs> that's no. Great. no. It's perfect. Oh, the one with Carl Urban. Yeah, I, love it. I was just watching it again with my kid. And that's I so love good. That movie. Isn't that a great movie? It's great. It's, it's so got Cersei Cer- Lannister. Yeah, as awesome. Mama. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Never takes off the mask. Why why did that movie not spawn a franchise? I don't it's know. So good. Because, so yeah, so it's good. Very British. He did so yeah. he did get a thank you in the credits of Robocop. Robocop? Did yeah. he? Yeah, he did. I thought yeah, he did for some reason. Yeah, he did. He was thanked. He got a special acknowledgement in, in the Robocop nice. credits. So oh and, by the way, by the way, went to Mexico. They're big Robo Robocop fans there. I saw murals of Robocop fucking everywhere. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fucking Not, bizarre. It, in nineteen ninety eight there was an American flag TV show announced, but it was oh, never, never produced. And yeah, uh, this that's probably a good thing. But yeah. you know, and I agree, it's perfect as a comic, but really in this age of like when they can do, you know, a Watchmen TV show or The Last of Us, I mean prestige TV, somebody throwing a lot What's of money. That? What's that terrible Amazon or some terrible HBO show with Hugh Laurie, um, like Space Five? Oh, Avenue Five, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, Why not do American Flag instead of that fucking garbage? He was the executive story editor and a story writer on the original um, Flash TV show. Ah, Okay, I knew he. Yeah, and. And Nightman, yeah. did he do something with? Is there a show called Nightman? He was. Involved? Oh, that was a good um, show. I like Nightman. Earth Final Conflict, Viper TV show. Maybe that was uh, a Human Target TV show. He wrote an uh, episode. Sure. The I Sentinel. Mean, and you know the uh, money is so much. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so much bigger. Yeah. So it's you yeah. know you can't blame Jaken for <laughs> cashing in. Who wouldn't? He's done fine. He he produced one of the great greatest all time. 80s comics yeah that changed comics really kind and, of forever and he made some money you know i'm not crying for right. fucking howard shaken yeah. he yeah. did okay plus even before that he did star wars yeah you know he which drew the he first he hates, drew the first six he, issues he won't sign it at he, he won't because he didn't get any money from it or no because yeah i i don't know I don't he know. he has plus he it's, has, it's a younger man's issues. work yeah it's yeah it's very much it's like sinkevich moon knight right right but you he's, know, Kevin won't yeah. sign Moon Knight, really? 
No, no. It's just, I think Moon Knight no, is better than Star than Wars. Than Star Wars. No, but you yeah. know what I mean? It's like Sinkevich. A young man, yeah. Moon Knight, he wasn't doing that as Sinkevich. He was doing that yeah. as what they wanted him to yeah. draw. As Neil Adams for a while. <laughs> right? Exactly. And I think that that's how Chaykin right. feels about his Star Wars Yeah, stuff. I can understand. But he did, you know, right. he did Blackhawk. He did The Shadow, which is a lot of fun. He did yeah, that. for sure. Twilight series that he Blah. wrote with art from Blah. Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, which is just gorgeous. I love him. Have you read uh, Black Kiss? Oh, no. yeah. Black Kiss is pretty <laughs> now awesome. That's, now, that's yeah. porn. That I mean, is, that's yo, straight up. He'd yeah. be the first to admit it. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. That, that is his fuck it comic. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got those. Those came shipped in a yeah. plastic bag, I remember. Of course they did. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I like his shadow stuff. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that. Um, but he did a yeah. graphic novel of what was it? Iron Wolf. Amer did you ever read it? American. So, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. American Century. Yeah, that was really good. Mm -hmm. That was, that really was a, good. And yeah, that's that he. A, he just wrote that. But I mean, it's such. It's such an I adult. It, yeah, like, it just reads like it's a comic for grownups, and it's yeah. not in necessarily dirty sense, but just you know, it's. It's you know it's intelligent. It's smart story and everything. It's a um, Steve Cannon takeoff, right? Yeah, kind of thing. I, it's funny because you know we were talking about politically. You know, obviously, I mean he's a very liberal guy, but you know the I think he got in trouble a few times in in more recent years for a couple of books that he had published. American Hysteria was a book that had right. some. Which is an interesting character. book, and yeah, you know, but it got it got panned because yeah. of the first well, issue. Well, I mean, had there's it, you, you know, know, in Southern Comfort, which is a second story arc, you know, there's some stuff I know people have talked about with you know involving trans story, and I don't necessarily know that it's that bad, but I think he was just doing it in a time when it wasn't the same, yeah, as today, right? Yeah, yeah, he's always been doing things before they were part of the political yeah. conversation right. that's part of the brilliance of howard shaken good or bad is that he's always forward thinking right, right? there was i run real quick thing i, I remember because i was reading through the southern comfort when he goes to cuba and there's a there's a um a street sign and one of them says benny siegel boulevard because it's bugsy siegel yeah. was the mob and the mob was in cuba mm -hmm. and all that but then there's this cross street is united fruit avenue and I remember somebody wrote a letter in and said, you shouldn't make fun of gay people like that. And Chaykin said, that's not what it is. And then he explained that United, Fruit, United yeah. Fruit Company, which became Chiquita, was like a CIA front that overthrew governments in South America. It was the yeah. Banana Republic, exactly. wasn't it? I mean, yeah. 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 And yeah. so people are fucking just, yeah, <laughs> good God. But that's the <laughs> thing. Like, he didn't explain it. It's just there. United Fruit Boulevard. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, look it up. Maybe you'll learn something. Right. So also fat, thinking that so if you use the word fruit, you're referring to like gay people as the most old right. man. Yeah. Shit it's I've the ever. default. It is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like something a 78 year old man would say. You know? like, fruit. Oh, hey, fruit. Yeah, fruitcake. He's, fruit. he's a little yeah. white in the loafers, that fruit. Yeah. It's fruitcake over there. Um, one of the lines talk going back to like you know to that kind of a thing that i didn't know what it came from but it, when when i read it and i think it's in the first issue as flag is sort of like getting you know introduced to the world that he's now going to 
you know, inhabit. He says something and then dismisses it quickly to Krieger. And, but he says, uh, bread and circuses. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an interesting, I'm like, that has to mean something. I don't know exactly what it means at the time. So I had to look it up cause I'm not educated enough to know what it meant, but and, and bread and circuses was basically a term from like the Rome, from Rome, from ancient Rome, where right. it was like, we give them food, give them entertainment and they'll ignore everything else. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like that. And that just goes to show like, you know, look at that today, you know, look at where we are today and how, you know, in 83, he was saying this in ancient Rome, they were saying it. It's yeah. no, you know, it's like, it's been it's the same been way. Said. It's like, food and entertainment and we're going to ignore everything else and we we were still doing the same thing yeah like you said and, it's, yeah. it's still maybe more relevant than ever i mean you know, yeah, yeah. you know three dollar whoppers in the nfl you know that sounds absolutely good, bread and circus yeah, not right? bad what's wrong with that? <laughs> that actually sounds kind of good it's I'm what do you hate america in. chris what's your right are you, are you, that's the american way right now i'm like yeah yeah definitely dude <laughs> i have a whopper watching an nfl game <laughs> oh, hey, I, none of us are fucking innocent, you know, <laughs> we're, we're all yeah. part of the fucking corporate machine. Uh, all right. Um, Will, thank you so much. Oh, man. And I want one quick, Sal, can you call up, can you call up a specific page in that uh, program or is it too hard? Yeah, no. What, which page? Issue five, page one. Uh, do that. Issue five, page one, you said? All right, let's see if I can find I hope that. It's issue five, page one. But no, thanks for having me on. Like, this is yeah. maybe my favorite comic. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, well, while he's right pulling age. that up, if you want more Will Pfeiffer and, and me and Sal, um, we'll get Tom on there eventually. Uh, check out Film Force 5. Yeah. Uh, we just recorded, I don't know the uh, the release date, but we did our, our top five Irish movies. Hopefully it'll be soon. Yeah, be, you know, St. Patty's Day. I have, a, I, mean, I have a feeling that that Sal has a plan. Um, we, and what uh, what was the other? One? Oh, we just did our uh, top five baseball movies. That's right. And yeah, because yeah. the season's yeah. coming, and we've got some well, other great shows coming up. Yeah, I've got to I got to check out uh, your uh, your Irish movie. As usual, you brought something to the table that. Uh, no that's one what I, I always bring up the number six spot on the top five that's list. Right. That's right. That's okay. You deep dives. So yeah, um, I, I I'm sorry. So maybe this isn't worth it. <laughs> no, I just don't know what issue is issue five. I can't like it does it's not broken up in issues, so oh, I don't okay. know. All right. Let's see. I think I might hold on one second. Let me if you can't find that's, that's four. I think that's this is gonna four. be a long wait for a no payoff, but <laughs> It better be fucking good, Pfeiffer. That's all I know. So uh, that's... I want to run through a brick wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. Is this so? Page one. Yeah. Southern one. Comfort Part Two. Is that? I think is that so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Call it up. I'll let you know right away. Is that it? No, it's the page before that. This page? No one there. That page. That's, Wait, this I, one. I own this page, and it's my favorite ah, page. I own. Oh! I, page. I bought it wow. a few years ago at a C two E two, and I saw it was for sale. And I walked around the con, and I'm like, it's more than I want to spend. But then I just thought, if I don't buy it, I will kick myself uh, for the rest of my life. So it's now hanging up, and I it's, yeah. It's, now it's, I just love it. two two questions. 
uh is it lettered it's yeah it's all there it's the full oh all lettered. yeah because it's from yeah. 80 whatever four or something so yeah back then you know there How was much no digital that? lettering it's all there it's all the little paste ups with the logos and the fast facts and all that and it's all the duotone is there because it's not oh colored. my yeah. goodness what'd you pay for it come on come on. around just give me a ballpark it was around six i think yeah, Woo! I think we were walking the same sh show floor. I think we were, and and I saw the diplomatic the diplomatic community page is the other, and one I didn't good. buy it, and I regret that forever. I know. I yeah. just watch through and I see that page, and I just oh. love it. Yeah. Well, if you ever find another page somewhere, give me a call. I will, I will hit you up. Let yeah, let me know because I may now now I could probably afford one. Oh. Uh, I <laughs> the big brain on Brad. After no, we do this show, though, everyone's oh, going to yeah, be back in the flag. I hope. Back in the American flag. And oh, it's gonna... I see Will's plan. Yeah, He's right. Up the... That's right now. I can sell it. <laughs> he needs to retire. He needs to retire. <laughs> so so we have to we have to announce the uh, the next trade talk, which will be in the in the next month. I'm going to give you guys an oh, option. Right. Is it going to be Will? Is it Will's pick? Since no, it's, he's, it's my he's, pick. Oh. Unless Will wants to do trade talks with us. <laughs> uh, is Will just going to become the fourth member of Around yeah. Comics? Is that, is that what's going yeah. on here? Well, we'll, our people will talk to your people, Will. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want something that you can readily, uh, a more modern oh, comic God. that you can readily <laughs> access on, on Hoopla? Or do you want something uh, more it's influential that you got to dig for a little bit? <laughs> It's always, it's always conditions. I'm always just asking. I just right? fucking ask. What do you want to do, Chris? Just pick it. Yeah. How about one that would be interesting yeah. to talk about? Which um, ones will? Which that, ones that, more? That's exactly why. Um, it's because this is uh, from Tom, who mentioned Gary Frank. I had another fucking comic picked out, but I started thinking about Gary Frank and the very first Gary Frank comic. I read, and I was like, "That would be a really good trade talk." Is that uh, 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 oh, I think I know what you're thinking of, but yeah, um, superpowers? It, no, not no. It's J, J. Michael Straczynski, yeah, Gary yeah, Frank, yeah. and Midnight Nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read that in a while, right? And I, I really like that book. I love that book, and I, it's one of the books that kind of got me back into loving comics again it came out in 2004 and i think a lot of a lot of comics took cues from from that so yeah what's uh, midnight nation by j michael straczynski and and gary frank i'm yeah. good with it let's do it all right cool we have yeah. to get Gary. You have to get Gary Frank on to talk I, about it. Then. I, I see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we should have Will back on. I don't think I've ever read it. So. Oh, really? Oh. I don't think so. Oh, oh. Well, let us know if you want to come back and talk right. about it because it's yeah, it's um, it's a neat it's a neat book. All right, uh, we talked about Foam Force Five. Um, Will um, plug anything you want to plug? Um, let's see. Every week I do a little internet radio show that originally airs on Wednesday afternoons, but then repeats on Saturdays. And if you want to know more, just follow me on Twitter and Facebook because I hype the hell out of it every week. And um, I have a couple more issues of The Nine, which is a comic I do with Interpop Comics coming out. It's free if you go to interpopcomics.com, I believe is their webpage. It's a digital nice. comic. Awesome. 
Um, so we've got uh, we got all of that. Um, oh, um, so we did a little format change. I don't know if you've you've noticed, but we're bringing uh, a lot of our past guests back on to talk about the comics that influence them. Uh, it's called Under the Influence, and so you're going to see a lot of people talking about single issues of comics. I think our next two guests um, that we're going to have are uh, our friend Zach Crucy. Uh, this is in no specific order. Um, I'm I'm hoping he doesn't pick a Ditko comic. <laughs> we'll see. You know he will. I'd say the odds gonna, are strong. <laughs> he's absolutely going to pick a fucking Ditko comic. And we've got uh, um, our old friend uh, Tony Moore, uh, the co-creator I may, I, of The Walking Dead, will be uh, on in the next couple weeks. I may have to bow out of the Dicko one. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can sit right, through. He's gonna a make hole. us read like Mr. <laughs> a, like the whatever the craziest shirt, right? Whatever the one that's like the hardest. Mr. A number two forty seven. It, it was a hand printed uh, issue that I got from Dicko himself uh, <laughs> that influenced like, me at age like, forty six. <laughs> like captions within it and just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice so anyway let's we, be honest hope, the best we, the best the very best of steve dicko is is just alan moore that's let's let's be honest oh, it's amazing <laughs> about amazing fantasy amazing fantasy 15 i would His be okay spider-man that. that's arguably the best superhero comic ever written that I, maybe you know yeah. if if zach wants to talk about amazing fantasy or no uh about amazing but he didn't write it number 33 he wrote I'll some of the later issues that. basically but yeah yeah so we'll oh, the lifting the machine issue yeah oh i love that issue it's an amazing it's amazing it was stan i uh, wrote so those i wrote, I wrote so all those comics if you Get like go didn't do that. shit <laughs> if you like under the influence so uh email us <laughs> we want to we want to know what you think influencercomics.com we also want to know sure, sure. Um, we want to know what Fox creators you want to have us on so um have us on yeah. Stanley, I'll crush that if I'm on them. Mr. A. Yeah. Stan- yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Will, thank you. Um, thank Howard you, guys. Shaken, thank you. First Comics, thank you. We will be back next week with another episode we're going to do Under the Influence, TVD. Um, oh, oh, pull back. There you go. Sal is showing, Sal is showing nice. what, what, what chewing the ear off of Howard Chaykin for an hour and a half talking about Mad Men will get you. I didn't even, I didn't sketch. even ask him. I didn't even ask him to do that. He just did it it's as awesome. we were talking. Nice. It's, it is awesome. Comics it's one of my most awesome. prized. All right. We'll yes. be back next week. Uh, same time, same channel. Um, 8.30 CST. Uh, on Thursdays, catch it on the um, uh, on the audio podcast. The um, if you want a Patreon, help us. Uh, check out patreon.com forward slash around comics. I'm losing my voice. It's been a rough <laughs> month. Uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in Head Around Comics. Yeah. The Plex. Done. Papa, ooh, ma, 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 ma